Hello, Dr. Anna Machen here. Just popping by to let you know that the final episode of How We're Wired Season 1 will be with you next week, where we'll hear from an award-winning neuroscientist about how our brains get wired up and chat through some of our favourite moments from the show. But in the meantime, I suggest you head on over to our sister show, Ocean Matters, where you can join oceanographer and physicist Dr. Helen Churchkey as she meets the scientists working to save our ocean and marine life in one of the most remote parts of our planet. Here's a clip as she takes us on a journey to the deep sea. Let's start our journey to the deep on the east coast of Greenland. Summer sunlight streams into the surface water, fueling the growth of tiny marine algae, the phytoplankton. These sun eaters harvest the energy that sustains almost everything else in the ocean. Drifting downwards, we pass through the ocean's busy upper layers. Zooplankton feasting on the phytoplankton, which feed the fish, which feed the microbes. But the light fades quickly, and even a hundred metres down, the sun eaters are scarce. Instead, small shrimp-like creatures hide in the gloom, snatching whatever scraps fall from above. A shoal of tiger-striped mackerel flashes past, nipping at any smaller fish unlucky enough to get in their way. 300 metres down, we land on the continental shelf with a bump. The great continents reach out a little way under the sea, forming this ledge covered with detritus washed off the land. Animals live here, in the sediment, but this is not the deep sea. We've barely reached the region known as the mesopelagic zone, where the last tiny bits of twilight are supplemented by flashes and streaks of bioluminescence from squids and jellyfish. It's only because so many species use these chemical reactions to generate light that it's even worth having eyes down here. Rolling further down the slope, we finally find the end of the continental shelf and the start of the open ocean. This place is the top, only the top, of the greatest waterfall on Earth. Below us, cold, dense water from the Arctic is gushing through a notch and over the edge, down and down into the real deep ocean. An eerie, deep thrumming swells out of the black and then fades, the call of an unseen minky whale. Dragged along, we flow in the blackness towards the Atlantic, to our left, the giant, jagged mountain chain that's the Mid-Atlantic Ridge marches southward, the zone of volcanoes, earthquakes and hydrothermal vents, which exist because the seafloor is being ripped apart by plate tectonics. The hydrothermal vents provide energy from deep inside the Earth for whole colonies of weird life forms, all locked to their islands of chemical fuel. But we steer clear following the waterfall down a whole kilometre and then another, until three and a half kilometres below the ocean surface, we arrive on the abyssal plain. It's flat and cold and quiet. Life is here too, but it's rare and moves slowly, fed only by the scarce pickings discarded by those higher up, clusters of organic matter, flakes of bone, perhaps a precious carcass once in a while. This is the library of the deep, where the signature of the centuries is laid down in sediment. We don't yet know it well, but this part of the ocean engine is, like the rest of the ocean, a critical part of our planetary life support system. 
So if you enjoyed that, make sure you follow Ocean Matters. There's an entire series to dive into. Just search for Ocean Matters on your favourite podcast app or online. I'm Anna Machen and this is How We're Wired. See you next week. How We're Wired is a fresh air production for the Bertarelli Foundation. It's produced by Eva Higginbotham. Follow now for free so you never miss an episode.